Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, violence is certain. As we talk the fight game with Mafia, Brian Ciano joins us. So let's start with Sugar Sean. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of people wanted that fight because uh, Smolka Fatty got uh, tossed because of a staph infection, and those are no fun at all. So uh, I'm not even going to make light of that because uh, that could shut anybody down. But the fact right. is is that they're going to put in Chris Matino, who no one's ever heard of. It's his first fight ever in the UFC. And then I heard that he's a uh, – Aggressive striker with a solid wrestling base and fan friendly. I don't even know what any of that means. I know what uh, this means, though. Run to the window and bet on Sean. How's that sound for an idea? Yeah, I'll tell you what it means. What it tries to mean is that they're going to try to put Sugar Sean up again. This is what they're doing, where they're giving him another guy. You know, Smoker wasn't a guy who was on a good hot streak, a guy that was, uh, I'm not going to say he wasn't a tough opponent, but not a guy that he shouldn't beat already. So instead of giving him one of these other guys who's come after him, like uh, Cody Stammen or Marab Dvalishvili, who are much better fighters, who are guys you know who deserve to be higher up in the division than Sugar Sean, what they're doing is giving him a new guy. I mean, when you have these other guys that are willing to step up and you throw this guy to him, you just obviously you throw in the sheep of the wolves because you want him to win. This is a guy who's got a lot of you know big following. You want to build him up. You want to make him popular. You want to you know, give him that oomph up to the top of the division like you've had with other guys like Conor McGregor's on the top of the card. You know, early on, that was the same thing they did with Conor. They started giving him guys that would favor the style of fight that he has, guys who are just going to stand and trade with him. So they're going to do the same thing with Sugar Sean. You know, you put him against Devalishvili, he's going to get taken down, put on his back, and he's going to have to learn how good a fighter he is. You put him against Cody Stammen, another guy who's well-rounded, it's going to be a lot different than what they're doing here. What they're doing here is saying, well, we'll just give you this guy because he's never fought here before, so you should easily win, and then it's another win on your record as we keep trying to pump you up. But what kind of bullshack is that? I mean, honestly. I mean, that's just what the UFC does sometimes. I mean, it's not just him either. Let's not just not make it that it's just him that they give, you know, late replacements to. A lot of times when you have a situation where a guy pulls out, especially so close to a fight, you get a lot of these, you know, new to the UFC, these random guys that are willing to jump in and take the fight on short notice. And they do have, they do that for a lot of guys, but you don't usually have the amount of guys willing to jump into this fight short notice that are, you know, in there that are established, that are, Names that people know, like you have for this one, is for different reasons. Devalish really, you know, said that he respects, you know, uh, Sugar Sean, that he's been watching him since the Contender Series, but that he's always wanted to kind of fight him, and that it's a good reasoning for him. Like, listen, it's a, a Conor Poirier card. Anytime it's a Conor pay-per-view, you know there's going to be more money to be made. So even though he's training for a September fight, he's like, listen, I'll fight this fight and then fight in September too because you know he's going to get a bigger payday being on that main card. Uh, but then Cody Stammen, on the other hand, was like, listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm jealous of the way the UFC has put this kid up. I think I'm a better fighter. I think they give him more promotion. They give him more love. And I want to go fight him to prove that I am better and make him earn his stripes. So it's different reasons why guys are trying to jump in there. But they have many times thrown new guys to guys that are early established on short notice. But not usually when you have so many guys with their hand raised saying, hey, put me in, coach. 
I think it's ridiculous that they play favorites. I think it's a joke. So we finally heard from the diamond. Uh, all we hear about is Conor McGregor. What did Poirier say? He said it doesn't matter how much money you have. You can't buy hard. He said he's going to win again. And I agree with him. You know, we could talk all the time about the one or two videos we see of Conor, like oh, the video that's perfect of him hitting the heavy bag or how shredded he looks in this. And he's obviously putting in some work. I'm not saying that he's not. But every other video you see is about, you know, on the yachts or the fancy cars or the you know, expensive suits. And a lot of fighters, whether it's the UFC, boxing, you know, all kinds of combat sports, they feel like when you get that money, you don't have that drive. You don't have that hunger. And sure, Poirier's made money. Let's not act like this is some up-and-comer that hasn't gotten paid making six grand a fight. He's gotten some good paydays here in the UFC. But it's like, listen, I'm not this guy making hundreds of millions of dollars. So for me, this is what I'm about. I'm about getting in there and, you know, breaking this guy. And I feel like I'm going to do it again. We welcome our radio affiliate, SiriusXM, Mightier 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. It's for all coast to coast. We're talking the fight game. Who the hell is Tatiana Suarez? She's an up-and-comer in the UFC in the women's division. She won, you know, a tough, uh, tough. I think it was 26 a couple of seasons ago. You know, she's been a great fighter in the UFC, though. She's 8-0 overall, 5-0 in the UFC. So she's been tough, but she's been out for about two years now. Had a neck injury that she had to get surgery for, had to recover from. And because of that, hasn't fought since 2019, so this will be her first fight back. So Gervonta Davis said that Lomachenko wouldn't fight him when he wanted to fight him. And now Lomachenko wants to fight him. And Gervonta Davis is basically and Mayweather promotion saying, screw you. Yes, yeah, trainer came out and said that because everyone, you know, now Lomachenko had that fight back last week and they both fought last weekend, had great performances. Everybody's trying to put them together. He said, listen, we were trying to fight him back before the pandemic and they were waiting. They were taking their time on the deal, and the deal fell through, and they went different ways. And then, of course, we know that Lomachenko fought Lopez instead and you know, lost his belt, and now he's trying to make his way back up. But he's, they're saying when he had the belts and he had all the name, we were trying to fight him, and he didn't want to fight us. Well, now we're the ones with the belts. Why are we going to go back to him? How about this? Danny Garcia says uh, he'd like to fight Jermel Charlo. I think that would be an awesome, violent fight. Listen, Danny Garcia will fight anybody with the name he can right now because while he was an incredible champion, he was a great fighter, he still has some pop in those fists, he is not on the level that he used to be. So anybody that's willing to fight him that has a name where he can make some money, he's going to jump in there. Yeah, he can beat anybody, though. I know he's not what he was, but that guy's still tough as hell, and he'll fight you and hurt you. And then finally, Charlo would fight someone. I mean, these Charlo brothers, they beat everyone's ass because they don't fight anybody. Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of boxers. A lot of these guys, once they get the belt, they avoid the big names. They avoid the other guys that could give them trouble because they just want to keep their perfect record and their shiny belt. Well, screw that. How about we put them against each other? I mean, mano a mano, brother against brother. Let's go. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk baseball on Coast to Coast. Dodgers got it done against the Giants. we got a lot of day ball going. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, the Rockies took the lead on the Pirates, 3-2, top six, Coors. Brewers up 15-7 on the Cubs. They were down 7-0, and they have scored 15 unanswered in the top of the seventh in Brewtown. Rays and Nats now tied. Josh Bell just drove in a run with a single to left. They had runners on the corners with one out, and the former Pirate comes through. It's tied again at fours. And Tigers-Indians still in a rain delay in Cleveland. We talk baseball now on C2C on a Wednesday. Yeah, let's go back to last night, Scotty. The Dodgers swept their little two-game series with the San Francisco Giants. A 3-1 to win last night. Giant manager Gabe Kapler. Don't worry, it's okay. We'll see the Dodgers again. Here's Gabe. Getting swept by the Dodgers just two games, just late June. But what does it mean? It means we have to play better baseball against uh, the best teams. And... Um, you know, we we have that in us. We, we've we seen it in, in the past. Last time we came here, we were able to do that. We've got more games with the Dodgers, and we have to play better against them. Yeah, well, the Dodgers have won five in a row. The Giants have lost three in a row. Their lead's down to one and a half over L.A. and three over San Diego. That race past the fourth of Pharrell weekend all the way through the All-Star and to the end of the season is going to be fantastic. Also from Los Angeles last night, Scotty, Trevor Bauer, uh, TMZ report, accused of sexual assault. Uh, Of course, Bauer's lawyer put out a statement denying all charges, uh, saying that it was all consensual. Not a good scene for Trevor Bauer out in L.A. Well, I mean, this is way deeper than uh, sexual assault allegations and everything else. We're talking about if you look at this story to its core, You're talking about some kinky, rough, violent sex. This guy, Bauer, is claiming that this chick uh, asked to be beaten, choked, slapped, you name it, in bed. And and he had this uh, affair going with her for a while, and then it turned off. The water turned off. He was doing it for a while, and then it ended. And now it's coming back to haunt him. Her side is saying that he's going to be arrested and that he's going to be charged. His side is saying none of it's true at all. Well, if none of it's true at all, then what the hell is he talking about saying she asked to be slapped? She asked to be choked. It was all, you know, kinky, but it was consensual kinky sex. Well, obviously, denying all of it that any of it happened at all is absurd when you got the guy that's being accused saying, you know, she's the one that asked to be slapped and choked. I mean, I read this stuff right out of his mouth. I'm like, this cannot be good for Trevor Bauer any way you slice it. He's got a nightmare on his hands now. He's being, he's going to be accused of rape. Let's stop with all this soft, lobbing, sexual assault stuff. You're talking about slapping and choking people? Do you see what they did with that Army Hammer guy uh, that was into the choking and slapping and kinky sex? 
I mean, Trevor Bauer, what a nightmare. I wonder if he used any of the sticky stuff. Thank you. We'll see what happens here with Bauer week. over the next couple days and weeks, of course. To the Yankees now. They won a game. Beat the Angels 11-5. to But even though they won, who was the story again? Well, of course, it was Otani. Two homers. Now leads the league with 28. Let's hear them both. K-L-A-A-A-M. 8.30 in Los Angeles. Here's the next delivery, and this ball is lifted high, and it's hit deep out in the right center field, and it's out of here. Otani has done it again. Back-to-back games in New York. That is his AL leading 27th home run of the season. Angels get a little closer. It's 5-3, and tonight, again, it's showtime. And here's Otani swinging at the next pitch, and he lines one out. Again, a home run over the wall. A line drive just cleared the wall down the right side. That's a two-run homer for Shohei. Man, oh, man, is he hot. Home run number 28 of the season, and now it's a 10-5 Yankee lead. Man, is he hot. We had the twin engine Johnsons in the water. We had the prop boat in the lagoon for a second straight night. We hit it at plus 230 for you on the grid. Then we gave you plus 190 last night on the grid. What are we going to do tonight, Carver High? Did you fill the boat with gas? Are we going back into the shallow waters? Take me to the shallow water before it gets too deep. Take me to the shallow water before it gets too deep. I guess they think I guess they think that Otani is going to be like tired from pitching tonight because they went from plus 190 last night to plus 250 tonight. So yeah, we will get the prop boat going for Otani tonight plus 250 to Homer for a third straight day in the Bronx against the Yankees. Now he is pitching tonight like we said he's on the mound. Uh that does not matter. He's still Swings the bat. Uh, so the Yankees tired? did win a game. Go, who, who gets, gets tired? tired? Otani doesn't. Otani doesn't. Uh, let's hear from Yankee general manager Brian Cashman. He had a little impromptu meeting with the media before the game last night, and he didn't mince many words, Scotty. Basically, he says the Yankees suck right now. Here's Cash. I, I do when suck. You're playing bad, and we are playing as bad as uh, you can possibly be playing. It looks like that. I know they urgently want to get on track, but I also know that we suck right now, as bad as you can. Oh. Be. So uh, trying to knock ourselves out of that is is obviously the effort. But until we until we get online and start flying high again, um, it's going to look bad, and it plays bad, and it stinks to the high heavens. And right now, we got to own that. Flying high again. How about getting high again? That's what they need to do is smoke a fatty because they've sucked so bad. I couldn't even believe they won the game last night. Your boy, all rise, got involved. Yeah. He hit one off the bar in center field. You know, that black glass, that's a little bar they got out there. Uh, But I guess he tired himself out. Uh, He's out of the lineup tonight. Rest, uh, as Aaron Boone said a little while ago. He's going to be in that bar. So. I mean, I I know that, I mean, all they talked about for days was about how these games are super important and we need to find a way to dig out of this hole. Yeah, we finally win a game and score a bunch of runs, so let's sit Judge and Urshela tonight. That seems like a good way 
uh, to get <laughs> things done. The Nats and the Rays are playing right now. Last night, the Nats beat them 4-3, to three, and we highlight this because Kyle Schwarber continues to go off. He hits his 16th homer in his last 18 games. Here it is on Masson to lead off the game for the Nats. Kyle Schwarber is one for nine career against Rich Hill with three strikeouts. But we have found out lately it doesn't matter if it's righty or lefty the way he's going. Oh my! I can't believe it! See you later! Come on! He's one for nine all time. There it goes! Make it, make it two for ten. Here is Schwarber. Uh, he says that he just wants to keep a simple approach at the plate. I'm not trying to hit home runs. Very simple approach. The humble Kyle Schwarber. You're keying on your pitch, kind of. Is that Jesus? It's just keying on your pitch. <laughs> and uh, not trying to hit a home run. That's kind of the biggest thing. Like, I, I've caught myself uh, trying to do that where I've swung a miss, swung a miss at a first pitch fastball that could have been hit. And, uh, you know, you find yourself trying to do too much with the pitch. So it's just taking it just like you're in a 1-1 a, a count or a two-strike count, whatever it is. What's going on with his shirt down there? And, 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 <laughs> what is uh, happening there? <laughs> what was what was that? I mean, that, we had a lot of uh, stuff going on today, but there was something going on there. I will say this, uh, in all seriousness, I think he looks terrific physically. I remember when he played in Chicago, for my money, he was a fat ass. Uh, last couple of years, he got drunk on the north side of Chicago, eating all them, uh, you know, Vienna dogs. And in D.C., he actually looks cut and, and thinned down. To be honest with you, I think he looks a lot better. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975, to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Uh, one of our greatest uh, pals. What a catch this guy was, like a marlin on a deep-sea fishing ride. Uh, we got Denny Bernstein, legend, uh, from fourth period and NHL radio back on C2C, our NHL insider. Denny rolling with the nature boy this morning <laughs> in Tampa. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Oh, my God, Rick Flair and Denny Bernstein. I have seen it all. <laughs> We're, f we're forming the new four horsemen. That's what we're going to do. 
Scotty. So last night I'm at the bar, uh, off night, nothing going on. And Rick comes rolling through the lobby and people go crazy. Like women taking selfies. I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. Let me, let me be chill here. Although Rick is a legend, like you guys said. So this morning, I come down for breakfast, do a little work. And there's Rick sitting by himself. I'm like, Nate, can you indulge me with a photo? He was happy to do it. And he's been to hockey games before. I think he goes to a few uh, Carolina Hurricanes games. He's not here for the game tonight, though. He bought a boat in Sarasota, came down to check it out. So it was great just have, sharing a few minutes with Nature Boy. That was just amazing. My shoes cost more than your house. I mean, we play Nature Boy clips on my show for 25 years. I've been rolling with Nature. You got to be kidding me. That is just rock star status with Denny rolling with Ric Flair having some waffles in the morning and a cup of Joe styling. All right. Uh, second bit of bad news. It's raining in Tampa the whole time that uh, Denny's been down there. And I just want to make yeah. it feel better. Uh, let's see. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> it's going to rain ass in New York City as usual. We're going to have a crappy right. holiday. Right. Well, look, I lived in Tampa for a minute back in the day. And so four to six every day, sky right. gets dark, skies open up, and then it cools down and stuff. So I think it's going to rain most of the night here. But it, it's no shock. I brought my umbrella this time, Scotty. But uh, – Look, if anything's going to rain, it better rain down pucks for uh, Montreal tonight because they need a way better effort than they had in game one. Listen, uh, by the way, I lived in Siesta Key where he's chilling down there in Sarasota with his new yacht, and it is a great spot with that white sand shore, Megatan, and I got to tell you, I'm on Montreal tonight. I like that price. I think they mm-hmm. have answered the bell in uh, being down before and getting back into these series the entire way through the playoffs. Do you give them a shot tonight after having their ass beat in game one? I do. Yeah, I think the smart play is to play. You can't play Montreal for the series, but you can play in game to game. And coming off that, whatever that was in game one, and they just repeated their performance in game one against Vegas, Scotty. They were terrible in game one, and people were writing them off. Probably the last thing you should do is write off the Montreal Canadiens. But, Scotty, this is game seven. If they don't win tonight, there's no way they're beating Tampa four out of five going forward. So this is their game seven. They can't play any worse. Those offensive zone turnovers, three led directly to goals. Kerry Price made some big saves, that glove save on Stammer, great pad save on Tyler Johnson. But he was average the rest of the game. So they, I got to think this is going to be a better effort, better adjustment by the coaching staff and the team. And if they don't, Scotty, we're going to have a repeat performance, and that will make for a very short series. So I agree with you. I think it's a smart play to play Montreal tonight because the goal is to get a split here in Tampa and go home 1-1. Hey, Carver High, look at your boy, uh, the pimp daddy, with the blue blazer rolling against that photo behind him. He looks fantastic. (laughs) I mean, you should make that your new profile photo. He's got it all going. All the women hitting on him in the lobby of the five-star four seasons, he's got it all under control. All right. So uh, you saw the great performance by Kucherov in game one where he had a pair, but Braden Point had three dimes. I got to ask you, uh, for the Con Smythe, where are you at in terms of the whole scenario, you know, belly to belly? Because Braden Point had nine goals in nine games, and then in game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, you dropped three helpers. I know Kucherov's what he's done is only Gretzky and Le Magnifique have done it. I don't know where to lean. And you can't leave out Vasilevsky. What if Vasilevsky throws two shutouts? And the last one is, the, is to clinch the Stanley Cup. He's in the conversation, too. I got to lead towards Braden Point because that goal-scoring streak, Scotty, if I was voting, and I've had a vote in the past, 
to me, that's going to be emblazoned in my mind. Cooch has me been too. great, but Brayton Point's been so consistent in goal scoring. It's so hard to score goals here. It's not easy to get helpers, but to get that goal scoring streak, it was approaching what Reggie Leach did back in 76. So to me, I would give Point the advantage right now over Kucherov. And I still think Vasilevsky's a close third. I actually am I'm dead on board with you. I picked the same uh, exact way as you did there. All right, let me ask you about uh, the flower. I was really stoked for him that he got the Vesna because uh, his career is so remarkable. I was telling Carver High last night, I think when he dreams at night, his best dreams are in a penguin sweater uh, with <laughs> Detroit in 08, 09, winning three cups. All he's had in Vegas is a lot of success, but no glory. They've been late season exit, ugly exit, just you know, devastating exits. I think his dreams are filled with Pittsburgh uh, sweaters on, but he finally gets the Vesna, which he didn't have. He has everything else. He's going yep. straight to Toronto, Denny. Oh, yeah, without question. And look, I thought Vasilevsky would get it. And this might be a lifetime achievement of war, but he deserves it. You look at those numbers. The one thing with me, Scotty, though, the West – after, you know, Colorado and, and they, that, that was a bad division. So his numbers may have been a little lower or better because the, comp- the level of competition wasn't what Vasilevsky faced, but no problem with the award. I agree with you. A Hall of Famer, I'm happy for the kid. And you know what? It may be the final signature note for him in Vegas because, Scotty, they can't go again with $12 million in net when they don't have a number one center in Vegas and think they're going to win the championship. They closed the season. The final game was played by Robin Leonard. To me, that's a sign with one year left on his deal. Maybe he returns, maybe one more victory lap in Pittsburgh. They could probably use him there. But I think at this point in time, you can't go back and say, hey, we're comfortable with both goalies and think when you watch them play. And, Scotty, to me, the issue was they lost the exact same way this year as they did last year. They couldn't score. Their center play wasn't good enough. So whether they trade wow. for Kuznetsov or go for somebody else, they've got to make a move with respect to one of their goalies. So you did he just float Carver High? I think he just floated a return to the Steel City for the flower for one last uh, Goomba Charlie. Are you kidding me? Send him back to the Steel City. Are you kidding me? Send the flower back to Pittsburgh, yeah. and I'm moving back to Pittsburgh. Hey, what did you think of uh, this guy, Adam Fox, winning uh, the Norris? I had issues with that all night. I got to tell you. Uh, McCarr, whatever his name is, and your boy Hedman, they're both better than that dude. I don't care what anybody you know, says. Well, you're talking to the wrong guy then because I voted him first. I, I voted for Adam Fox. I looked at all his I, advanced I statistics. Buy. Well, you can buy it. I looked at the numbers. I looked at the advanced statistics. I, I think he's he had as good a season as, as those other two guys. You may not like him better and think he's better defenseman than Hedman or McCarr, but McCarr missed 20% of the season. Right, so that that took it off the board for me. You can't miss twenty percent of the season. That's the equivalent of missing seventeen games in an eighty-two game schedule. So to me, you got to play the games. I loved Adam Fox's series. The last two weeks of his season was not good, but I look at all the event statistics. I look at his performance. I had no problem putting him one. But that's you know, Scotty. That's why you have a hundred voters voting for these awards. Like I had Adam Fox. Most of the voters did. So I'm comfortable with all decisions. But it's so subjective. Like, if you tell me Carr and, and Hedman, fine. It's okay. It's, it's one person. I'm one person. I do have a vote. That's who I voted for. Well, you're bigger than most people. I have to say this, though. Uh, you know, last night, Carver High and argued this fact. is like we said – at one point, he said something to me like, you know, they gave it to Hedman a bunch of times, or and, uh, you know, now they wanted fresh blood. I'm like – they gave it to Lidstrom every single year he was alive. <laughs> Why not give it to Hedman? Hedman, I mean, 
Hedman takes them right back to the Stanley Cup Finals. And people say it's a regular yeah. season. Well, they went right back to the playoffs into the Stanley Cup Finals. The Rangers don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It depends who's around him, right? It depends on the people. But look at the players around Hedman, Scotty. Like, okay, he should go back to the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, he shouldn't get it. So Hedman had an okay season. His five-on-five play wasn't great. And again, I do research. It's not and that fresh blood stuff. I don't buy that stuff. I don't care. I agree with you. I'd, I'd vote, you know, Connor McDavid every year for MVP for 10 years straight if he had those numbers. So for me, I don't buy that fresh blood. I just look at the best season and I did do research and I did dive into the numbers a little bit deeper. And I asked people around Hedman had an okay season five on five. And because of that, Fox's five on five season was a lot better. And that's why I gave him the nod over the other two guys you talk about. I think the Rangers are going to be great uh, with Gallant and with the talent that they have. I think they're loaded with all that fresh blood, Lavernier, mm-hmm. Kako, and, you know, yeah. the, the bread man and all the rest. Uh, I think, yeah. and, you know, Zabinajad, Buchnevich, I think they got talent everywhere. So I think they're headed in the right direction. Let me ask you this really quick. Uh, what did you think of all that uh, stuff in Chicago with the Blackhawks? And then uh, Batman and, and Daly act like they never knew about it. Are you serious? Like, how do you not know about that, with that what was going on there? Or do you buy that? Well, I, I got to buy because they're, they lead the league. They're the leaders of the league. I, look, Scotty, it's, a, it's They know everything. It's well, okay, maybe. You know, you can hide stuff, Scotty. You know, ask Trevor Bauer. You, you can hide stuff, right? So and it was 12 years ago. So whatever happens, whatever wrongdoings happen, those people should be caught and, and you know, they should be, you know, adjudicated and do what you want. But with respect to that, I don't, ha- I don't have enough information, Scotty, to tell you right, wrong, or indifferent that, that Bill and, and Gary did or didn't know. So I just really you – know, I'll wait for it to play out. And we rush to judgment. I think that's the most important thing. Let's get all the facts, let's, and then we can make decisions on who knew, when they knew it, and how they knew. I'm surprised someone didn't beat the crap out of the guy. Like, are you kidding me? If I was like, I said last night on the show, Lou Cheech, can you imagine if he was on that team and someone touched yeah. him, he would have he would have taken a, a stick and shoved it down the guy's throat. I could talk a hockey with Denny Bernstein all night. Have fun at game two of the cup finals at Amelie. Uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, next time, uh, tell Nature Boy Pharrell loves him. Uh, we love you, Denny. Thanks for coming on C2C. Love it, Scotty. Always great being on Coast to Coast. Thanks for the time. There he is, uh, Denny Bernstein. Look at him styling down in the Gulf Coast. I'm surprised he didn't buy a yacht down in Sarasota. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, 
plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? I'm hearing uh, Elliot Friedman saying that the Hawks want to trade Duncan Keith Carver high. Yeah, good luck with that, considering how washed his game has been over the last couple of years. Uh, listen, great play. I mean, honestly, like great player on those cup teams, those three cup teams for the Blackhawks. He was outstanding, one of the best defensemen in the game. But those days are long ago, so I don't know what they're going to get for Duncan Keith. Um, here, but good luck to Chicago with that. Speaking of Chicago, that's where we should pick up the baseball from last night because the White Sox beat the Twins seven to six. But it was Josh Donaldson at it again. You remember a couple weeks ago he got on Garrett Cole for not using sticky stuff anymore. This time it was Lucas Giolito. He hits a homer off him, and you can kind of faintly hear in the background of the clip. Not sticky anymore, he's yelling. You can hear him. Not sticky anymore, he's yelling at Giolito. So after the game, Giolito said what everybody else is thinking. Donaldson is a D. Here's Lucas Giolito. <laughs> it looked like, looking at the replay, that Donaldson yelled something along the lines of, it's not sticky, not sticky anymore after his home run in the first. Did you pick up any of that? And what's your reaction to him saying that? I saw it after the fact. I mean... <sighs> He's a pest. Uh, you know, that's kind of a classless move. If you're going to talk, talk to my face. You can go, you know, cross home plate and do all that. Just come to me. Is that something you've dealt with him before uh, along those lines? No. No, it's just annoying. We won the W's next to my name there in last place. There you go. Uh, he's right about that. That's emphatic. I I'll say this. I, I think Josh uh, has been a really good player in the bigs, but yeah. I think he's definitely a D. Uh, there's a lot of people that can't stand him, and he dug his own grave on that one. You do it to yourself. If you act like Trevor Bauer acts, eventually everybody hates you. If you act like Josh Donaldson acts, eventually everybody turns on you. You're in your own island. Yeah, it it's true, uh, and he is a D. Uh, the Rockies beat the Pirates 8-0 last night. Herman Marquez lost his no-hitter in the ninth inning to Kai Tom. Only the second shutout on fewer than 100 pitchers in, uh, pitches in Coors Field history right there. Now, the Brewers are hammering the Cubs today. We know the Cubs had the 7-0 lead earlier. It's now 15-7. Last night, the Brewers beat him 2-1. So the Cubs are going to lose their sixth in a row. Here's manager David Ross. He says... Losing streak? Oh, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as it seems. I wonder if he feels that way after the 15 spot today. Here's David Ross. I think for me, like, look, like, we almost had to strike him out, throw him out there to that, that negated their last run, right? Um, they got two hits. What? We didn't get a great starting pitch performance, but it wasn't terrible. We're, we're in that ball game with Jose Lobaton, uh, two of our stars on the bench, Jose Lobaton with the winning, winning or tying run, the winning run at first um, with two outs against the first place team. I mean, last night we were in that ball game right up to the eight. We were in 
the three losses. We were in the game. We two of those um, right up until the end, right? Walk off in the ninth. You lost. Um, and the big hit in the eighth. I mean, like, we're not playing bad baseball. We're just a little short right now. You got that right. You were up 7 nothing today and then gave up 15 straight runs. It's in the eighth inning right now. By the way, that Pirate game is 5-2 Rockies in the eighth. The Mets scored four runs in the seventh last night to beat the Braves 4-3. A James McCann game-tying three-run homer. The big blow in that one. Major League Baseball says former Met GM Jared Porter placed on the commissioner's ineligible list till at least the end of the 2022 season. So no more Jared Porter in baseball. The Padres have won 10 of their last 11. They won 5-4 in Cincinnati. Red Sox beat the Royals. How about the Orioles beat the Astros again, Scotty? 13 to 2 in Houston last night. Unbelievable is right. Joey Gallo had two homers for the Rangers and a 5 to 4 win in Oakland. We have games tonight. Like you said, uh, the Tigers and Indians are attempting to play a doubleheader after they were rained out last night. We'll see how that goes for them. The Angels are in the Bronx again tonight. Shohei Otani on the hill. For the Angels, the Yankees are the favorite with Domingo Herman minus a buck thirty. The Marlins and the Phillies, Aaron Nola tonight in Philadelphia. Jeez, I'm never laying minus two thirty-five with the Phillies. They stink. Mariners in Buffalo against the Blue Jays with Stephen Matz against Justice Sheffield minus two seventy for the Jays. Indians in uh, Tigers game two will have Peralta and Allen. And the Royals are in Fenway again tonight against the Red Sox. Minor against Perez minus one sixty-two for Red Sox. All right, so I'm on Otani. I don't care about anything else. The Yankees aren't playing a couple of their best players. Otani's a freak. I think he does not only good things on the mound, but hits another home run. Why the hell not? I'm on Nola in Philadelphia in the Phillies. Matt's in the Jays. Game two, Cleveland. I mean, they may not get either game in. It's raining in Cleveland. The first game's been delayed for this entire show. And the Royals and Red Sox... I can't believe I'm taking Kansas City the way they're playing lately, but I'm going to oh. do it. I'm going I'm going KC for the upset in Boston tonight. The Padres, as we've said, have won 10 of their last 11. They're in Cincinnati again tonight with Joe Musgrove on the hill, minus 180 for San Diego. The Mets and the Braves again tonight down in Atlanta, freed against Peterson. Braves the favorite tonight, minus 162. The Orioles, happy Harvey Day. That's one thing to cure the Astro Bats, having Matt Harvey on the mound. Minus 300 for the Astros tonight. The Twins and the White Sox again in Chicago, minus 130 for Tony LaRusso's crew. And the Rangers and the A's, the Bassett Hound on the mound for Oakland tonight, minus 198 against the Rangers. I love uh, the doggy Bassett Hound. Give me the A's or my number three play. Uh, prior to that, White Sox. I'm on the Astros again against Harvey. He sucks. I'll take the Mets again in Atlanta. I can't believe they're laying that kind of number. Atlanta is the heavy favorite. I'm not buying that. They suck uh, this year anyway. And I'm on the Reds over the Padres in the Queen City tonight. There's your baseball. Now hockey, as you were just talking to Denny Bernstein about, we have game two. Stanley Cup final tonight in Tampa. The Lightning, of course, with the 5-1 win in Game 1. They will be missing one of their guys, Alex Kalorn, not going to play for Tampa tonight. I think they'll be, they do have plenty of other guys, but Kalorn has been very good for the Lightning. Right now at FanDuel, minus 215 
on the money line for Tampa Bay tonight. The Habitons plus 180 on the money line for the puck line. We've got the Habs getting a goal and a half at uh, minus 162. The Lightning, you can lay the goal and a half at plus 134. I'm going Canadians tonight to win and getting the goal and a half. I'll take that plus a buck 80. I got it at plus a buck 84. And I'll take the goal and a half as well and lay the buck 62. It's uh, everything Denny Bernstein said. It's game seven for them. They lose tonight. The Stanley Cup finals are over. They're not winning four out of five against that team, the defending Stanley Cup champs. So it's all on the line tonight for the Hobbitons. I say they even up the Stanley Cup finals. We'll see. And can we just please, can Kucherov take a night off? I mean, we got tickets on the Con Smythe for Braden Point and Vasilevsky. We need Kucherov. Get a couple nights off here. No goals for Kucherov tonight, please. We're trying to win a couple of tickets. Uh, NHL awards, you mentioned them already with Denny. Kaprizov won the Calder. Adam Fox won the Norris. Connor McDavid wins the Hart. But the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury wins his first Vesna. I know how much you love the flower, Scotty, so oh. I give to you. Marc-Andre Fleury, happy to win the what? Vesna for the first time. Here's the flower. Come on. Obviously, it was it was tough leaving Pittsburgh, right? At uh, such um, uh, deep roots there, right? Playing there for 14 years and um, didn't know what to expect too much about Vegas. And um, I was I was worried about not winning too much, right? Going to an expansion team, and um, it's been such full of surprises, um, just from how much the fans are behind us and makes their game so fun to play in, and uh, the success our teams had. You know, since day one, and um, the group of guys that, that we do it with every year, you know, I think the chemistry is awesome. And um, I don't know, I I can I can tell you that's I could have uh, bet on me <laughs> winning this or winning so many games in Vegas, you know, four years later. But uh, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun, and um, obviously an honor to, uh, to to get this trophy today. I think it's great that he won it, but I liked what Denny said. Send him back to Pittsburgh for his last two years because I don't think Jari's <laughs> ready to be a star goalie in the NHL. He proved it in the playoffs against the Islanders. He was so stupid uh, the way he played. He was just a dumb goalie. I mean, the guy's giving up pucks to Bailey right in a slot. Here, you score the winner. I don't need it. Uh, I just think he's not a winner yet. He's not ready yet, and I think – Flurry could help him get ready, play the last two years of his career there. That would be a great move. I don't think Hextall and Burke have the stones to go make that deal with Vegas and get him back. But I'm telling you, Vegas has those two high-priced goalies, and Denny's right. They don't have a centerman. They don't score goals. They should make the move and trade him back to Pittsburgh. That's where he'd want to uh, finish his career, I guarantee it. He said it right there, 14 of the best years of his life, and he didn't even know what to expect when he went to Vegas. He thought they were going to lose every game because they were an expansion team. He didn't know anything about the money they spent and the great players they got. When I was with an expansion team in 99, we got no talent at all in the expansion draft. It was pathetic the way Bettman ran it. And then now they give these teams like Vegas and Seattle's going to get great players too. Atlanta got screwed. Ten years later, they're out of the league. Thanks a lot, Gary. Nice job uh, giving us uh, the crap hack, retired, wasted, triple-A <laughs> talent that we got in Atlanta, you stupid ass. Honestly, uh, The Buffalo Sabres, of course, are going to look to trade Jack Eichel. They want the equivalent of four first-round picks 
for Eichel. Good luck getting that for a guy who's going to have some major neck surgery. He's had some major problems with his back and his neck. I don't see how you could get that for Eichel right now. The Islanders want Casey Sezikis and Kyle Palmieri back, but finances might not make that work. Going to be very tough oh, so for now they Jonathan back. Now they want the bum back. Uh, now they want, but but he's not going to be back because he'd have to play for a million dollars, and he's gonna he's gonna get five or six million on the open market. Jonathan Taze plans to return to the Blackhawks after missing this season, chronic immune response syndrome. What so is good that? to see Taves back in what? Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that? Uh, he, he he put a really good video out today. Go watch it uh, if you want to see see what Taves went through for the past eight months. Sean McDonough will be the lead play-by-play voice of the NHL's return to ESPN. So Sean McDonough, Steve Levy, and others will be your NHL voices there. Saints give Ryan Ramchek a five-year, $96 million extension. Now the highest-paid right tackle. Let's play Serena for you quickly before we get out of here. She had to leave Wimbledon, Scotty. I know that Cliff was very, very upset. Cliff Drysdale, here's Serena, unfortunately, going down on ESPN. Just listen to Cliff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there he is. Oh, my goodness. Scintillating. No, no. no. Uh, oh. Oh, no. No. horrible way to go out she was playing so well she's looking forward to this tournament this is her favorite tournament she's going after a record devastating injury the fanfare at serena leaving wimbledon in the all england lawn and tennis The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Dennis Dodd of CBS is reporting the NCAA has approved an interim name image likeness policy that kicks in tomorrow. Tom Brady lands an endorsement deal with Subway sandwiches despite saying in the past he'd never go there in a million years, nor would he ever eat one of their sandwiches, which will be interesting to see how that evolves. Andy Dick arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. 
I mean, how the mighty evolved. I remember working with Andy Dick at MTV. He was insane then. And then uh, the last time I heard about him, he was living in a tent in his ex-wife's backyard with like a power cord running out to the tent to run a fan on him. And now he's threatening people and assaulting people. Like, what has happened to Andy Dick, for God's sakes? 29 more men sue Ohio State for alleged sexual abuse by Dr. Richard Strauss. That just sounds like a movie waiting to happen now. Every Big Ten school's got some rapist doctor. Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, my God. California server attacked by a shark, gashed by 10 teeth. Oh, Shark Week's coming up. I got to see more people getting eaten by sharks. I love it. Soccer legend Mia Hamm's rookie card sells for thirty-four grand. Most expensive female card ever. Good for you. Better at the Venetian in Vegas wins $1.5 million on the slot machine. Talk about having a night down at the old casino. My God, wouldn't that be fantastic? Carver High saw me win 100 bucks on the Wheel of Fortune, and I was buying drinks for everybody. <laughs> Zach Wilson's mom, Ada, lashes out at Dees, who stole her purse at her daughter's wedding. I want to steal something from her. Judge rips Lamar Odom for skipping out on his child support payments despite his boxing match that made him a million dollars. Man wanted in California on drug charges busted while mowing his grass in Bedford County. Here comes the popo. Man faces 20 years in prison after jumping from a plane in L.A. A Popeye's customer in Virginia smashes the glass, curses workers over a chicken sandwich wait time. They love those chicken sandwiches. Texas parents chase down and shoot a peeping Tom outside their daughter's window. Bill Cosby's getting out of prison. A prosecutor screwed up. They're letting Bill go. I'm sure all those women are going to be thrilled. Good night. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.